0: Out. and I text now that morning so I was really believing I'd be able to come I'm like yeah yeah I should be there <laughs> and I'm like lying in bed at like lunchtime I hadn't moved on Daniel's like you cannot go I'm like I can the Lord will heal me I was like anyway it was a slow healing not an instant healing but uh so anyway so so great that I could come tonight and uh be with you. And I just love you. And I love this church. I love your house. I love your pastors so much. And um, it's just always a privilege. So I'll be ready for something to happen tonight. Yes. Are we ready to encounter Jesus tonight? I'm ready. How amazing is your worship team? Oh my gosh. So good. Can you just stay for one more minute? Because <laughs> I love you so much. Um, actually Dan was out here this week and uh he was hanging out with your musos and he came home and he's I didn't see him but in the morning he said to me oh Kaylee I just I they're just so humble just the humility that you guys have he's like I just felt ministered to from them and so I just want to honor you guys your legends your worship in this house is just Never take it for granted. It's so beautiful. But can we just lift our hands tonight? Let's just wait on him for a minute here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're a good God. You're such a good God. Lord, speak to us tonight. Lord, reveal yourself tonight. Lord, let your word go deep into our hearts tonight. Lord, that we would not walk out of this place the same. Lord, that we would walk out changed tonight. Lord, with a fresh revelation of who you are. Lord, that you are hope. And as we cling on to you, Lord, that you never disappoint us, Father. Lord, and I thank you, God, for every person in this room. Lord, you know where they're at. Lord, you know the circumstances, you know the situations. Lord, I thank you that you come and you speak to every heart tonight. Lord, we honour you and I glorify you, Lord. God, that I would decrease and you would increase tonight. We love you, we love you in your mighty, mighty name. Amen, amen. Thanks guys, thank you team. Let's give them a hand, your musos are so, so beautiful. Well, it is wonderful to be here and uh, I just have to thank your pastors again. I, I truly love them and I just want to also just thank especially Pastor Nat tonight because just the last six months we've been able to sort of hang out and chat a bit about a lot of things and, and you've really just really spoken into my world and I just want to honour you thank you for that. She's just such a blessing to my life and I'm sure to many of you here. So um, yes, so tonight we are speaking about hope. Was anyone here this morning for Trent Membray? Oh my goodness, were you just like, what the heck? Could one story be any more crazy? Anyway, if you weren't here, get the podcast or something. It was just amazing. Um, So I am also speaking about hope tonight and I think that You know, in church life, we talk a lot about faith, we talk a lot about love, but we don't talk about hope that much, yet I think it is just as important, and so I feel privileged tonight to be able to bring this word, and for me, you know, hope and this revelation of hope it's really a foundational revelation for myself, and something the Lord spoke to me about very early, sort of, in my Christian walk with Him, and so I really am praying for each of you tonight that you will just really receive a revelation of hope tonight. So, um, you know, we're talking about how to find hope, and, you know, if I've learned one thing about hope, it's that it's not an emotion and it's not a feeling although that's what we kind of attach to hope, you know, that I'm hoping for this or I'm hopeful for this outcome. It's kind of like this emotion and this feeling, but the truth is that hope is not found in an emotion or a feeling. Hope is not found in a situation or a circumstance. Hope can only, true hope that will ground you will really only be found in one place and that's Jesus Christ. In Romans 15, 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So this is what this scripture tells me, that hope, you know, is not just about hoping, even hoping, that God will come through. Even just hoping in the things of God, which I think as believers we can do. We can hope that He'll work that situation out. We can put our hope in the miracle. We can put our hope in the desires that we have and even the hope that our prayers maybe will be answered. But actually, that in itself is not what God wants either. That our hope needs to be in one place and that is not even in the things that God does, but in the person of who He is. Hope needs to be in the God of hope, who is Jesus Christ. Hope is not a feeling. Hope is not an emotion. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And as we put our hope in the person of God, this scripture says that may the God of hope, because he is hope, May the God of hope, as we put our hope in God, the God of hope, then he fills us to be able to abound in hope. So as we are putting our hope in the God of hope, we receive hope. (laughs) Does that make sense? He is the God of hope. And we need to place our hope in Jesus, the God of hope. The beautiful thing about our God and when we place our hope in the God of hope is that this is the type of hope that will never, ever disappoint, that will never, ever let you down. You know, we can have hope in situations and circumstances, in people, in places, in career, in finance. Even in the things of God, we can have our hope, but they can all disappoint at some level. But as we put our hope in the God of hope, he will never, ever disappoint. It says in Romans 5.5, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Our God of of hope does not disappoint. So I want to talk to you quickly tonight about two things. Firstly, about why we put our hope in God and, and then what the result of our hope in God is. So why we put our hope in God. In Proverbs 13 verse 12, it says this, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. What happens when we defer our hope off the God of hope? and we put it into other people, into other situations, into places, into anything that is not God, it causes our hearts to be sick. You may get disappointed, you may get discouraged, you may get hurt, you may get sad, you may get offended and bitter. These things will enter your heart because those people, those places, those things were never supposed to be where your hope is. They're never meant to satisfy you. They were never meant to give you the hope that you're looking for. They were never meant to turn your situations around. No, only one person can do that. And his name is Jesus. And we need to learn to take our hope out of these other things and place it back, not even, as I said, into the things of God, but into God as the person of who He is, Jesus Christ, just holding on to Him for all that He is. We need to place our hope in Him so that our hearts don't get sick. You know, when I was 18 years old, and I have to say this is probably my first biggest revelation I've ever had about Jesus. Jesus. My, you know, some of you here would know my story. I'm, I've grown up in the house of God, so I've always known Jesus and God at a level, but this was probably my very first personal revelation I had of Jesus. And I was 18 years old, you know, in church and, and, all, and all of that, but I, I was not, I did not really have a close personal relationship with God. And At 18, everything, every part of my world fell apart. My parents were going through a divorce. I got very sick. My health was a mess. I was in bed for weeks and weeks and I couldn't do my HSC exams, half of them. You know, so it was like my education, my health, my family, I was in a long-term relationship and that broke up and I just felt like every single area I'd put my hope in had fallen apart and my heart was so sick. I was so hurt, I was very broken, I was very disappointed, I I couldn't understand what was going on in my world, I just felt like I was just in this place of hurt and I got this revelation. The first thing that I learned out of everything that I've learned in my walk with Christ was that I cannot afford to have my hope in other areas, that I need to learn that, you know, they may disappoint, and they may let me down, and those areas that I thought were secure weren't secure, and they can make my heart sick. But as I take my hope out of those areas, and I put them in the hands of Jesus, I put my hope in the hope of God. He then fills me to be able to abound in hope. And we need to learn to stop deferring our hope, because our hearts are sneaky. And they're constantly wanting to defer (laughs) onto anything and everyone that they can find. That cute boy that's in this room, your heart sneakily wants to defer over there. That career, that money, that commission, that bonus, our hearts want to sneakily put our hope in that, that maybe that will be the answer to all my problems. That career, that, that, that moment, that door opening, maybe that will satisfy me. That Maybe that will bring me happiness. Maybe that'll be the answer. And we put our hope in these things. But what does this scripture say? That it will make our hearts sick. And we need to learn to defer our hope back to the God of hope, to Jesus Christ. Hebrews 6.19 says, this hope we have, As an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. This scripture, man, this scripture shows me how important hope is that it's so important where our hope is, because it says that our hope anchors us. It anchors our soul. You know, my husband and I were involved in our youth ministry at, at our church at Oxford Falls for over 10 years, many years, and we saw hundreds of young people find Jesus, you know, just and real encounters, young people coming on the altar, crying, encountering Jesus and and, and, I, and I know that it was real. For, for some of them, I know that for a fact. And then, you know, maybe a month, two months, maybe a year, two years later, they'd fall away from God. They're not following Him anymore. And I would get really grieved by this. And, and I didn't really understand it. I'd be like, but I, I know that they, knew, they met you. And I know that they had an encounter with you. Like, I just don't understand how they can walk away. And the Lord spoke to me out of this scripture. And he said that we need to have our hope in him because it is an anchor for our soul. And what happens if our hope is not in him is that when the storms of life come and they will come, when the storms of life come and our boat is being rocked, we go to where our hope is anchored. If your hope is anchored in a relationship, you will go to that relationship. If your hope is anchored in a career, you will go to that career. If your hope is anchored in a a party scene like all these young people, if they hadn't cut that off, if their hope was there, they went straight back to that scene because that is where their hope was anchored. But in the same way, when we place our hope in the God of hope, When the storms of life come, and when maybe we don't understand every situation and every circumstance, and maybe even when you've been believing and you've been praying and you've been seeking God, but you quite haven't seen that thing turn around yet, you don't go back to your old life. You don't go back to your old ways. You go to where your hope is anchored, and that place is Jesus Christ. Go back to the God of hope. You know, faith and hope are two different things. And I believe God gives us faith to believe for things and and to cry out for things and to to declare the promises over our lives and our situations. And I believe in the God of miracles and I believe that he does turn things around 100%. But there are times in our lives where we don't see him move the way that we thought he would move. And it's so important in those times that we do have hope in him so that that faith isn't shaken and so that faith doesn't actually send us out the doors finding another answer, but so that we put our our hope in Jesus, so we are anchored back to Jesus Christ. It is an anchor for our soul. Your hope anchors you. Where is your hope Is it in Jesus? Because if it's not, I want to encourage you tonight to really cut off those other things and place your hope back in God because he is the God of hope and he will fill you to abound in hope. We need to make sure that our hope is in Jesus. Why? So that our hearts don't get sick and so that we are anchored in him. So what is the result of our hope in God? Our hope in God brings one thing, and that thing is joy, real joy. Not a moment of happiness, not a moment of excitement or a high, but a real inner joy that at times cannot be explained. I don't know if you've ever... met someone or talked to someone and you know what they're going through. You know that they're facing a massive trial in their life, but for some reason, they have this inner joy. It doesn't mean that they're always laughing, happy, clappy, but they're looking to their future and they know that they've got a joy about what's to come. They've got a joy of what God's going to do. They have a joy, an inner joy and knowing that God is going to work that situation out for good. Hope in God brings joy. Proverbs ten twenty eight says this, "...the hope of the righteous brings joy." You know, it's funny, about two months ago, I was in a meeting, somebody was preaching and they just skimmed over a scripture about joy and for some reason it just hit me in my heart and I felt like God wanted me to just study joy. And it's funny now coming into this message and even preparing this message for you tonight, I felt like it was the final piece to my puzzle that, you know, the Lord just sort of aligned all these things, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? How have I never seen this before? But I felt the Lord say this, and, and I felt this revelation come about, and I want to share it with you tonight. So just hang in there with me for one minute while I bring it together. In James 1, right, it says this, We count it all joy when we face trials, various kinds. Has anybody heard that scripture before? If not, you now have heard it. A terrible scripture. What was the Lord thinking? I never really understood that scripture. I'm like, what? Why do you want us to be in joy, to count it joyful when we're facing the hardest times in our life? It does not make sense. And then the Lord took me to another scripture in Nehemiah 8.10. That says, do not grieve, for the, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Lord began to speak to me and say, the reason we need to have joy in our trials is because for one reason, that is our strength, to get us through that trial, to get us through that valley, to get us through that darkness. So here's the thing, here's the thing. When we are facing every trial and darkness and we're walking through that valley that just seems like it's never gonna end, the Lord says, have joy, why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength to bring us through that valley, to bring us through those things. And how do we get that joy? From hoping in the Lord. From hoping in God. When we place our hope in the God of hope, he gives us joy, which is our strength to get us through the trials and the tribulations and the dark times, and we come out the other side victorious in him. Amen? Amen. Our hope brings joy. Now, I'm not talking about happiness I'm talking about joy, not an emotion, not a feeling, but an inner joy that sustains us when we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, when we're walking through these trials, when we need hope, it brings us to Him and He fills us with joy that on the other side of that thing, You know that he has a plan and a purpose and he will turn that thing around for good for those who love the Lord. Amen. Put your hope in God, which produces joy, which is our strength in the midst of trials. We need to hope in the person of God, not just in the things of God, but just in who he is. As we place our hope in Him, He fills us with hope. We need to put our hope in Him so that our hearts do not get sick, so that we are anchored in Christ, and so it produces joy which gets us through the trial, which is our strength. Amen? Amen. Can I ask the musicians to come tonight? I would love to pray and just open this altar up tonight for the Lord to just minister to people in this room. So can we close our eyes? Let's just look to God right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. You know, just with every eye closed tonight, I really was uh, feeling that there are some people who I would really love to pray for after this moment, that, Maybe you are facing some things that are extremely difficult and you've been hoping for them to turn around. And I believe that the Lord wants to say to you tonight, you don't need to hope for them to turn around. You just need to place your hope in Jesus and watch what he does in those situations. And I'm going to ask you to come forward and I'm going to pray for you tonight. But before we do that, I want to ask if there's anyone in this room here who does not know the Lord. You do not know the God of hope. You have never met him before. You're far away from him. Maybe you did once know God. Maybe you once did know that he loved you and he cared about you, but maybe you just feel so distant from him tonight. Come back to Him. Come and put your hope back in Jesus. Come meet Him tonight and let Him fill your life with everything that you have been seeking. I tell you what, peace, love, joy, these things, they cannot be found anywhere else but in Jesus. The enemy wants to tease us and trick us and make us think we can find them in other areas. And you know what? You may find them for a little bit for a little season. But I tell you what, there is nothing that will sustain you. There is nothing that will give you complete love, complete peace, complete joy than in Jesus Christ. And I would love to pray for anyone tonight that feels far from Him, who needs that in their life, who does not know God, or maybe you're just not sure you're here and you're like, I don't know where I'm at with God tonight, let's just get right with Him every person in this room if you do not know Him and you need to get right with Him, get right with Him now and watch what He does in your life so with every eye closed if that's you you don't know Him you're far from Him, you're not sure where you're at with Him you want to come back to him tonight, I'm just going to ask you, can you just lift your hand, And I'm going to see that hand, I'm going to pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands, raise it up, and let me pray for you tonight. If you need him in your life, if you're far from him, if you don't know him at all, or you did know him once but you're far from him now, just lift your hand and let me pray a prayer with you that invites him into your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just wanna wait just 30 more seconds. If you need him in your life, don't let this moment go by. It's not a mistake that you're here tonight. He knew you would be here. He ordained this moment. If you need him, just lift your hand. Let me pray for you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. All right, let's look this way. Do you want to stand to your feet tonight, church? We have five minutes and 17 seconds to do some business with the Lord. And I'm going to ask the band to to lead us in a worship song, if that's okay. And just as they begin to worship, I really feel there's some people in this room. and, And you really need to just place your hope in Jesus. And maybe it is that you're facing something. And you need to just take your hope out of that situation and just put it in the hands of God. And I believe tonight that He is gonna fill you, fill you with joy tonight. That the joy of the Lord is our strength in these times and He would fill you tonight. So let me pray, Lord God, Father, God, we love you. We honour you in this house. Lord, we thank you are a good God.